NCRP Productions presents Unhallowed Metropolis, Secrets in the Sands, Episode 24. Welcome to Unhallowed. This is Barry. I will be running Secrets in the Sands tonight. I've got everyone around the table. Pedro, you want to start us off? Hey, everybody. It's Pedro, and I'm playing Dr. Desmond Wright, the doctor doctor. <laughs> doctor doctor. Hi, it's Sequoia, and I'm playing Frankie the Undertaker. Hello, everyone. I'm Ty. I'm running Ray Callahan, our pugilist. Hello, I'm Michael. I'm playing Dr. Everett Wolf. Probably going to be the doctor, doctor, doctor by the end of this session. <laughs> you can hope. Wait, the doctor, doctor. So you would be doctoring the doctor. Hey, hey, that's possible. Possible. Well, how many times I may have say to, doctor in this I may intro? have to bandage the, the wounds doctor. that Dr. Michael <laughs> just ripped open. Dr. Wolf doesn't realize if he kills me, he gets my degree. So ah. right. Is that <laughs> that's that's Dr. Rule? <laughs> it's in the Hippocratic Oath. It's like Highlander. <laughs> the operating room, one yeah. doc, two doctors enter, only one leaves. <laughs> So, uh, this is Matt. I am playing Aiden, who is not a doctor, so you're probably not interested at all. (laughs) This is Jill, and I'm playing Raya the Mourner. Okay, so last time, the group was split into two parties. We have Aiden and Ray and Dr. Wright and Cal walking back to the tents. Maybe I should back up and say that last time we found out that the women and a number of other people, but the women in the camp all seem to have come down with an animate sickness that makes them look and smell like animates, but there's still a pulse. Dr. Wright has figured this part out. We also found out that Frankie, in exchange for the mall that had been collected from the Egyptian Museum, was able to get two options. Option one, Frankie passed on, that would be the scroll from the Book of the Dead, but ended up (laughs) taking instead a cross that potentially came from the Crusaders' time, an extremely beautiful and ornate silver cross. Mm -hmm. Still in that tent is everyone else who is now currently drinking, at which point they are interrupted by Nod coming in, speaking with Akbar. Akbar starts talking back and forth, Maru, as Akbar and Nod leave, and the four that I mentioned at the beginning have not returned, Marud says, we are going to have animates, and Raya stands up and starts drawing out her Esculpas. So, I'll start with the group that's walking back. As you guys are coming right back into the tent area as you see Akbar and Nod come out of the tent and go to the women's tent. Or the sick tent. Let's use that. Oh, look. It looks like Nod has told Akbar that, uh, of uh, the predicament. Cal says, I, I don't think this is good. Oh, Cal, it most I'm, definitely is not good. I'm, I am beelining right for Nod. Okay. So let me know when I get to it. So you are picking up speed, running? Yes. Okay. I am, I am walking fast with purpose. purpose. Yeah, I, right. I am not. Angry fast You are not, so you're falling behind. I'll Ray? take Cal over this right yep. now. Yep, Cal will stay oh. back with Dr. Wright. I have been drinking way too much for social interaction. <laughs> uh, pick up speed after him. All right, so you pass. You follow past him. Go ahead and give me a vitality roll, although I don't think it's going to have any effect. Probably not. Um, that that's a nineteen. Nineteen, very good. So the two of you guys are are moving quickly towards him. Akbar and him reach the tent, and you're right behind him. Akbar looks in and looks around, and since the two of you can openly speak Egyptian, Akbar I says, "I nod." I turn oh. him around. And, and, and as you I slap him. Oh my god. Okay. All right. Spit on the ground. Give me an etiquette roll. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. 
Well, oh, that boy. escalated quickly. You, uh, cool. All right. Well, good thing Rise already armed. Well, uh, that's. I draw the knuckles. No. <laughs> no. Not yet. No, 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 not yet. Fifteen, and I don't have etiquette. Uh, charm, you add to it. Charm. Fifteen. So with a fifteen. The idea is I'm doing a traditional like. Oh yeah, I know exactly <laughs> okay. what you're doing, and so he looks at you absolutely shocked. And Ray, this is what you're gonna see. He, he looks at Aiden, just completely stunned. He looks back at his father. As he turns around, you can already see the red mark on his face where Aiden struck him, where the fingers don't touch the actual mask. And then he looks a second time at Akbar, and he says, May I? Akbar says, It is your choice. You are a man. Nod reels back and strikes you across the face as well and says, Two hours, and walks away. All right. Oh, you know God. what that means. Yes, I know what that means. <laughs> oh, God. So now Akbar looks looks at the two of you, and are, you are finally there. You, you got to see the end of this altercation. And Akbar says, Doctor, I need you to explain to me exactly what's going on. Nod seems to have it confused that you intend to kill everyone because you do not believe they will survive. We didn't bring you out here to kill our people. And... One of the two of you is going to have to explain it. Who's doing the talking? Well, I was going to talk to him. Okay. I was going to say, basically I'm going to say, what has occurred is my friend here, the doctor, has suggested that by removing the blankets, it would help them perhaps recuperate. Your son became very disrespectful of my friend and thus disrespectful of me, and basically ran off to tell you like some spoiled child. I know, certainly not in a way you would want him to act. So Give me, give me a charm roll. Oh boy. This is an interesting twist that I wasn't planning. Mm-hmm. Sorry? <laughs> no, I'm no, good no, with that. Good. I like twists. Uh, let see if I can get back. Feel free to chip this one. Uh, yes, please use a chip. Or don't. <laughs> Either way, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. All this right. is the doctor. Last one. <laughs> Last of your personal rolls. Yeah. That's our doctor. God, it's just apparently it's going to be 10. So my best one was 13. So a 13. He looks at you and he says, no, young men are young men. And when he's saying young men, the two of you can tell Nod's got to be 25. So he's not that young. But he says, you do understand you will be fighting him in at sunrise. Oh, yeah, I know. Very good. He says, I hope that you can make it to first blood. He says, now, to the women. I understand the insult. And you must tell him, and he's pointing at Dr. Wright, you must tell him that no, no insult was made. But you know our traditions. Yes. You know that a man cannot remove their blankets. Yes, and that is why I said that our uh, whaler could be present as a chaperone, which I also know is part of our traditions. He, he she says... She would make sure that nothing... The one with you has been trained in our ways? She, mm. Similar. As you know, many <laughs> cultures have similar beliefs of different ways. But I do know that in the culture we share, as long as there is a... A uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Chaperone. It is okay. He says, "Not, not the way of my people." However, if your whaler will do this, 
she can set everything to right. And he says, we should return to the tent. Now, back in the tent for the rest of you, Nod stomps in, goes right over to wherever the jug is currently on the table, picks the jug off the table, sits down, and drinks from it. Nobody is doing that. Okay? Nobody is just guzzling it. People were drinking from it and passing it. And as far as you can tell, he doesn't put it down till it's empty. Oh, then. Okay. And, and also, I'm, I mean, Wolf's kind of like, with, like, Raya's already got the Escopus out, and Wolf's like trying to, like, ah. <laughs> so, Raya, you're standing there ready. Nobody has said anything. Nobody has done anything. The young man comes in, sits down. When he finishes, I mean, you can tell me what you want to do in the process, but when he's finished drinking, he will slam it down and just look look at his lap. And he's not saying a word. And Mei Ling looks around the table because everybody that knows what's going on is not in here. <laughs> and says, anybody know what's going on? And Billings just rolls right over her. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm certain that there's something going on in the camp, but it doesn't bother us. Marut, she says, hush, hush. Marut, you said they were talking about... Um, I don't say Shadem because I, I look at the, the guy. I don't, want, I don't want to freak him out. It's like you said there were animates. Yes. In, in their conversation, why is no one panicking? I'm uncertain. I would have believed by now that Cal would have come in and gotten my help. So there uh, must be no, more to this. There's no sounds or anything. Frankie's gonna stand up. I feel that I should go and make sure that things are. I'm going to go now. I think you so and you, I should you, both Do you go. stand up and grab your axe, or do you just stand up? So we discussed this, and yep. I took it off. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, so, not, I'm not going to bring my axe. So you stand up and walk out? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going with You're Frankie. following? Mm-hmm. I'll put my weapons away until I get there. For the, for the rest of you in there, because it's now shrunk down to almost no one, for the rest of you in there, with like, I think it's just Dr. Wolf and the player characters. Marood looks at you... And the Billings, and says, I will remain here with you. So, what? everybody's walking out while everybody is walking in. You kind of get into a muddled mass, and anyone saying anything to anyone? <laughs> Wait, while we're here? The whole group is walking in, okay. and Frankie and Raya are walking out of the food tent. I look at Cal, uh-huh. and I say... Do I need to be concerned? I don't think so, not yet. I'm going back in. Maroon said something about animals. Are there Cal, animals? Cal, nods, Cal nods his head and said, yes, don't concern yourself with it yet. I don't if there believe... are animals in this camp, then they need to be dealt with. And <laughs> Cal looks at Aiden and says, this is the... And, and mouse the word whaler that you were planning on have take care of everything? Yes, and I'll walk over. <laughs> Did they come to us? Or? All... They, you are walking into the food tent. They walked out right there, and you guys are all there. Wait, we're walking into so, the food tent. I thought we were going to the dead you come tent. No, for a moment. no yes. you're walking back. Oh, all right. Oh, Frankie, so, my boy. Um, <laughs> the Bedouin have a lot of uh, customs involving... And Akbar right. says loudly, please, we should not be out in the night. And he's trying to usher everyone in, and he goes in. All right, well, I'm heading back to... To the tent where he's working. Oh, he's with you. Oh, okay. Well, everybody's at the food tent. Everyone's at the food stand. Go, wait, wait, wait. Okay, so actually, I got a question. Is Akbar leading us back? Yep. So if I peel off, peel off, is he going to say anything? Okay, try. I, I, I try to head towards. He didn't say anything. 
Cool. <laughs> I'll head over to the animate tent. So you're there alone right now. All right, excellent. <laughs> exactly as he I'm, wanted. I'm taking her to the animate tent. Then. So right. uh, the Bedouins have certain traditions of propriety. Cal will look at the two of you and then walk in. So Frankie, you said you went in. Yeah. Even though Aiden is taking Raya out, Cal is Cal is walking in. Uh, with from all these people, I trust Cal the most. Okay. And so, Ray, where are you going? With Aiden? I'm going to hang with Aiden. Okay. So, Aiden, Raya, Ray, and Wright are going to be at that tent, everyone else in the food tent. Akbar starts in on some argument with Nod, who knocks the, knocks the food across, or knocks, excuse me, the, the empty jug across the table, and then sits down, and Akbar says to you where Marut says, He's apologizing. And Akbar steps out of the tent. You hear him yell something. He sits down. And he looks like he takes in a deep breath and does the I'm calm look. But he doesn't actually do it with his hands. But he takes a deep breath. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So the four of you at the sick tent. Wait, you guys followed me? Or you came with me? I'm taking her there. Oh, okay. How do you plan on beating Nod? I'll I'll deal with that when I get to it. (laughs) Did uh, they come? Okay, I, I, this is important. Did you guys follow something? directly after I went? Moments. Uh, moments? Yeah. yeah. You would be to the so. tent first. Okay. If I would get to the tent, is there anybody there? No. Yeah. Okay, that, that's good. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. If, if no this one's there, the that's perfect. So, okay. I've said it before, but certain, you know. Okay. So, you need to be the one who removes the blanket. Where I think you made the mistake. For the doctor. Pedro is... Akbar was going back to get the the, whaler. The women here of the tribe Mm. have some sort of sickness that seems to make them look like zombies. But they have a pulse. They're living. The doctor can confirm all that. But he thought that by... The blankets are complicating matters. He thought they would be removed. It might help them. Only women could help women. So if you uh, move, remove the blankets... Hopefully, then the doctor can do some examinations. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. I will be outside here making sure nobody else goes in until you come out and say it is okay to you. Okay. So, before you guys get there, what does Wright do? The tent flap has flipped shut. If. Yeah, um, well, I was looking here. If I remember right, Hyacin, if I give a high enough dose, is lethal. Oh, what? Oh, don't what me. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have a natural curiosity that is going to the Twilight Sleep, Deadly Doses, Vitality, and Stainless Steel. Well, no, because the only person they know I've looked at is that guy's mother. And that's the one you're going to kill? No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so so kill everyone's He's going to kill everyone <laughs> so, But see, here's the thing. I know that they're coming the right after seven. me. Are they talking outside the tent? Oh, yeah, yes. you can hear them cool. as they're approaching the tent. Perfect. What do um, you do in that short period of time that you... Well, actually, do, you said you go in the tent? Yeah. So what do you do in that short period of time in the extreme bang, 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 of bang. one It was the craziest thing. Bullets just <laughs> fell out of the sky. <laughs> well, the, it's not so weird. There were frogs falling out of the sky earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Little well, frogs. it came up from the third pyramid. <laughs> what I'm thinking is I want to go... So my first step is I step between the first two beds. 
Okay. They're de- directly down the middle. So that's between mom and somebody else. Yes. Do they move? Does anybody inter- like react to me being there? When you step towards them, each of them will turn towards you, but that is the entirety of it. The groaning hiss has not stopped. Excellent. Okay, then I'm going to go to the one, not the first row, second row to the right. I'm just going to go stand in front of that one. Does it okay. stand up or anything? Nope. Okay. And I'll look back to the flap, the tent flap. Does anybody come in yet? What do you guys do? Well, I, I talked to her, so... The tent flap the... is shut. The doctor is not outside. Well, great, but... <laughs> <laughs> just more of a wonderful day, so I'm going to have you go in there. Okay. okay. So, I will go in. So, as you pull back the tent flap, you, you, ha- you smell it as a faintness outside. When you pull that flap back, go ahead and give me a vitality roll. Ray... I'm certain that you are not simply staring at the back of Aiden's head. So you will see Akbar walk towards you guys. And from the tent there, you guys remember he left from the food tent. He left. All right. Twelve. Twelve. All right. So you are definitely queasy going in there. You'll be at a minus one for the next two rounds, which probably will have no effect unless you want to start killing people. So... You step in, do you drop the flap, or do you leave it open? I leave it open. All right. So it's pulled back. So you step in. So you see him standing between the two. And, and I'll look. So, uh, well, actually, no, I'm, I'm staring at this person in front of me. I'm just standing there staring. Doctor, thinking, are you sure these are these people are living? These look the like The smell animals. is well past what you would be used to for a single animate or even this many. The smell is horrifying. These... Much stronger than eight animates would smell. These animates, they're putrefying. Oh, yes, underneath the blankets, yes. Uh, you know, right? it's perfect that you're here, actually. I had a curiosity, and you're just the person to help out with that. Okay. And I'm going to set the bag down on the ground. And I'll say, now, have you seen... And I'm, at that point, I'm going to move my jacket back, uh, revealing this dagger that I have. Anybody who's with me knows it's my anarchy dagger that I Out, took off an anarchy. Outside the tent, you're going to hear this, and the two of you that are outside the tent, Akbar steps up, he says, so is the, no, 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 the doctor cannot be inside. No men inside. Get him out. He needs and, and you just hear Egyptian. Ah. He needs to see the patient so he can diagnose. So Akbar looks at you one more time. He says, she, you said... You understood our ways. I do. They do not wear clothes. She She will remove and dress them. Then the doctor may, may be in there. Dr. Wright, why don't you stand at the edge of the oh, tent? Have you said this to Raya yet? Uh, so I'll go say, Raya, can you remove... Can you potentially just remove and describe things to the doctor? Yes. Stand at the edge of the tent flap. And now, I'll did you... It, it, I said that out loud. You said it out loud. You did yes. not open the tent flap. The no, tent flap already is open. already open. I thought it was closed. Right? She opened, opened it and it. left it open. Okay, well then I don't go for my dagger because it's open. Okay. There's a big difference there. Well, it's flipped uh, open, but you know, nobody's reacting to that. You could have just turned. Yeah. Uh, and I'll say, well, that certainly does complicate things. I'll say, okay, well, Raya... I anticipate that when you uh, lift all of these blankets, you're going to find putrefied flesh. Uh, and really, the best thing for everybody probably would be to do your what you're good at. Uh, but I can 
understand Ackbar we're in a bit of a bind. into the tent. You'll see him aid, and he says he must come out before she does this. Does he, he understand? He will. There, he's just describing to her what she will need to do. But you said they have a pulse. They're yes. not truly animates. They are not. Well, actually, they, I truly don't know. They look like animates. They but... do. And were it not for the cultural binds, I would say an autopsy would be in perfect order, and I believe... Uh, yeah, that, that Doctor Wolf and I would be able to do well with that, but have I ever, with oh, no. either thanatology nope. or nope. from no. growing up, seen or the heard only of thing anything that like Raya this? Potentially, would have heard is somebody saying, "I wish that they could come back," but no, you have never heard of anything okay. like this. Does once somebody do me or Ray remember anything about the story about the one guy? To death, not really. Okay. So what happened was the the story was that the person's brother got sick and died. That was that was what was said. Three days later, he was no, no longer dead. They assumed he had become Shadem, but he did not act as they did. He did not it did not immediately run for flesh, run for living, as if one was held back. Somebody realized the person was not dead. They had grabbed the th- the neck to hold it back and realized there was a pulse. All right. I want to look at uh, uh, the chief and uh, say, how long have they been like this? Akbar looks at you and says, most six days. Okay. Um, Remember, they can't understand what's right. being said. Did they do anything? Was there anything a story about what they did? Like, did they like put him in some weird place when they thought he was dead? Or you're talking about? We're now going back story. to the other story. Yeah. Well, as the story has come from a couple different places, he was placed in a cave, and a rock was rolled in front. Lazarus, <laughs> right? And he was able to roll the rock out of the way. There was another that said he was placed in a dark place and came out of it. There's another one that says that he was in in uh, in the underground, and that's where he met the person who realized he wasn't dead. A doctor? The yes. And I'll start walking towards the flap because I know they're okay, gonna... that's two steps. Yeah. <laughs> so I was thinking about the stories I heard, and I noticed there's one thing it said that the guy was only like that for three days, but in most of the stories, uh, he was being kept somewhere dark underground where it was cool. Hmm. Um, I. I don't know much about medicine, but that sounds like to me like maybe they had a certain fever and the cold might have broke it. Maybe we could take one of these p- persons, try to, there might be a cave or somewhere around there, we could see if that helps. Aiden, these, according to Nod, these people have been like this for at least 40-something days. I can't remember exactly. They should not be alive at this point. Well, I was just told it was six days, and I don't really trust Nod. I think he's... Well, then again, I was pantomiming to him, so he might not have understood. Right. The putrefaction smell is way more than eight animates could possibly be in six days. If you've stepped out, Akbar's going to pull the tent flap shut. I mean, it's pretty hot out here. This is a heavy tent. I imagine during the day the heat just goes up. And I'll say, well, yes, and I mean, there, and I'll, I mean, we, oh, there's been some valleys, I'll say, well, one place we could seal them would be in those 
pyramids over there, but, uh... <laughs> uh joking aside, I... I don't have a good prognosis for these people. Akbar, is there anywhere, like a cave or anything around here, or cistern, that is cool? Yes, yes, where we draw water, yes, of course. Why? Why don't we take them there and at least give it like three days? I'll, I'll sigh and I'll look at Akbar and I'll say, Well, this is a long shot, but, uh, sir, uh, Mr... Mister, I don't know. Akbar, <laughs> according to some tales, we may be able to heal your women by putting them in a dark place. They may have fevers that uh, may need uh, their. How do I remember about this? Their body temperature may need to be decreased more than they can out here. It may help fight off a fever and an infection. So one thing that we could do is you could take us and them to a cave. We could. Have you actually? No, not we. Now, yeah. Here's what we do. You take them to the cave. They need to be in there for a few days. Leave food in there, water for them. Let them be. After three days, remove the rock or whatever you use to bind them within the cave. That should be enough for them to have possibly cured. We do not. I. Yeah. This is beyond something that I would normally do, but. Actually, you know what? Don't don't tell him that. <laughs> just, uh, and I'll say just just tell him it'll work, and then we'll go from there. And tell him that we will ha- we won't be able to wait with him for the three days, but we can come back. And if they are not better by three days, then we can go from there. All right. So what do you tell him? Uh, <laughs> yeah. What do you? I tell him that uh, we had heard a story about another person who was suffering this. Yes. And that he had recovered, and parts of the story because we heard many different stories about it, the commonality was the person was kept in a cold, dark place. Yes. So okay. we're thinking if we take them there, give them three days, maybe they might recover like the other gentleman did. We don't know if this will work, but the doctor thinks it's a good thing to try out. Otherwise, the only option he has is to make their lives comfortable before they expire. This is unacceptable. Yes, we, we, we will try. And the doctor is certain this will work. He is not certain. It is something he thinks we should try. When I spoke to you in your home, you had said that you had a doctor that understood medicine. And that's not the actual word. Right. But healing and all of those things are wrapped up in the word he says. Right. This doctor is that person? Yes. And his best is a guess? Would you take your aunt... On a guess from this man. Yes. And I will totally buff that if I can. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I'm willing to let you play through it. So he nods his head. He says, okay. Then then we move them tonight. He says, you will will have to get your woman then to clothe each of them. All right. I will let her know that. Uh, Can we just merely take them there in this condition? You're asking me? Uh, no, Shouldn't I'm asking he? him, I, so they cannot get loose, or possibly... Yeah, well, they they haven't gotten loose now. We do keep their hands tight so that they don't scratch their face, but... Alright. No, they haven't, gotten, they haven't gotten up. Couldn't we just transport them then on this, or is it very far away? You mean in their beds? Yes. We do not have enough people to carry that many. How many are in there? If I He says eight. Eight, so that would be 16 each. 
Me and my friends would be willing to help you. And you... He says, yes, yes, yes. If we will bring them on the cot, yes, we can do this. Yes. I will get everyone ready for tonight. Okay. He says, but they must be clothed. All right. She will She will find the clothing in the back under the candle. Okay. So um, I'll go back and let him know what he said. Well, you're right there, so you turn yeah, your head. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what he said. We're going to help him take him down to where this place is. And he goes to the curtain and, and speaks in Egyptian and it, so Raya, the curtain opens, and Akbar okay. says, blah, 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 blah. And what he says for the people that speak Egyptian is, you can find clothing for each of them in the trunk. They should all be able to fit what is in there. And he closes the tent again. Aiden, Aiden, this is folly. This is preposterous. At best. Mind you, we've seen some preposterous things. So... Uh, what is our plan? You're asking this through the tent? Yes. <laughs> so Akbar looks at the tent flap, looks at you. What is going on? I'm explaining to her what you asked her to do. Ah, yes, yes, please. So I basically explained the plan to you with the doctor there. And then, um, so they need to be dressed. And, and Akbar is going to turn to you, Dr. Wright, like and say, you, it. you okay. must come with me. You must explain to Nod what we are doing. And, of course, you have oh. no idea what he's saying. And I'll tell you. I have one condition and caveat What's that? to this. Is while they're in there for however many days they need to be in there, I am going to sit vigil over them. All right. Okay. So he wants to go talk to you. How about you go with them? Okay, but I don't think I'm going to be much use unless you or Ray is there. Ray, can you translate? I can go translate. So now... And I'll look uh, over at Cal. And, right? Okay, go ahead. And say, Cal, can you get Dr. Wolf and bring him over here? Oh, most certainly. Yes. So Ray, Wright, and Cal go back to the food tent. Real quick, did you tell us what's going to happen with Nod? Uh, no, not yet. I don't know that anyone... I'm not even sure Ray necessarily knows. I know they're going to fight. Oh, yeah, no, 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 Ray heard him say yeah. that. And, and I think Raya got that, we're going to fight someone or something like that. So, Raya, what are you doing? As this is going on, what are you doing in the tent? I will um, start pulling the blankets back okay. and open the chest with the clothes so and start So, as you them. take the first blanket off, it is that peeling, sucking sound as it comes off. As you take it off, they are wearing some kind of a, a, a shrift on top, just a simple, single shirt, which you can see. It goes down, it potentially if they stood up, potentially would go to halfway down their legs. That film that is on their legs, the opening sores on the legs, that type of stuff... I don't know that you're going to rip any of them off, just no, pull the bandaid no, off. I'm but as you're pulling to... back, there's times where you have to pull from other sides yeah, cool. because if you continue pulling, you will pull skin off. Gnarly. As you pull back, you will notice that the hair in the central section looks curled and burned is your only your only idea. I mean, you've seen hair burned on arms before, and it has that same look. As you get the first one completely uncovered, you will know that notice that in the cot there is moisture on the cot itself, and there's a small amount of moisture now that you've got it fully off that you can see the glistening from the light. It, the light is very dim. Working through all of them, I want you to just give me two rolls for your coordination. Okay. 
does anything No, uh, just it's that? straight coordination. And you do not have a wound, you do have a wound. I don't have a wound. You are not wounded. <laughs> minus one because of the bad smell. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. You oh, have a minus yeah. one. I knew 17 there was something. on the first one. 17 on the first one, okay. So the first the first half, you've been able to do the best you could. Nobody okay. is perfect, but nobody was yeah. perfect under the blankets either. That's rude, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> He's M20, Okay, so each oh, wait. of them... Oh, no, no, that's a one. So, um, 12. Okay, so as you're pulling each of them off, the blankets have a much heavier weight than they look like they would have, and as they hit, there's that swap type sound. There's the moisture up in the blankets. As you get to the last one, the last one is a smaller person. You are thinking it's a male before you actually get to the point where you know it's a male. And as you're pulling off, he is in the worst shape of any of them. It, you are constantly having to change the direction you're pulling, and you are definitely pulling skin off. In one of the places where you pull, whatever has happened has eaten to the point where you can see the bone sticking out. The flesh has pulled that far back from it. As you got the entire blanket off, you can see that that area is starting to pull apart. Okay. It's not something you would know, but your first thought would be probably should suture that. You, you're, you know, you are smart enough to think as you're moving them, that bone is going to work its way up. That skin is going to so peel back. The male, so that. I'm going to leave unclothed. Okay. Because I'm going to tell Doctor Wright that he has a wound that needs to be sutured, and because he is a male, mm-hmm. he would probably be able to do that. Okay. It is a very young male. I will let you know that. Okay. So putting the clothes on is not going to be any easier. Go ahead and give me a coordination roll for each. You're at minus one. I, it's difficult for me to decide whether or not I should put some kind of roll on you for it. What do you think for you? Now, death is death is not like you revel in it, but you deal in it all the time. Death itself is not a bad thing. Running blood, beheading, the viscera coming out, any of that stuff is not going to really be an effect for you. But this is night. theoretically a living being that you're going to be lifting legs up, moving around, you're going to be having to place your hands onto that skin. Taking the blankets off, the most you had was the moisture in the blankets, and generally you're pulling from the edge. But now you're actually into putting, and I believe you have gloves, but you're going to be yes. putting those gloved hands on this putrefying flesh and trying to put it into what you see is very flowy, very baggy trousers. But still, you're going to have to lift them and move them. What do you envision as far as your gag reflex? I guess it's probably the easiest one. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I will probably... Uh, I'll be able to do it, I think. Okay. But you think you would be able to power through it? Or I, you think you I potentially think I will probably issues? vomit a couple of times. Very good. So I am going to have you make a roll for to, each. To do it. And the roll is not going to be coordination. It's vitality. going to be vitality. Yeah. And I'm going to do one for each... I'm going to have you make seven rolls. Okay. Give me, give me your final rolls. Let me know anything that ends up under a 12, 11 or less. Okay. Back at the other tent is everybody go ahead and make your rolls. Just let me I know just wanted there. to let you know yes. if one of them does come at me, yep. I will behead, it? behead them. I will kill them. Fabulous. If they attack me. Well, 
Attack is difficult. You can see that their hands are bound. Okay. It's some kind of brown thing. You do not see any portion. There's not a finger that you can see. Oh, okay. So if something lunges towards you, you're going to react by drawing and slicing? Yes. Okay. Go ahead and, and let me know any roll that's 11 or less, how many times you do that. Also let me know any roll that is an 8 or less. Okay. So not at the food tent right now is Dr. Wright. Nope, Wright's there. Is Raya and Aiden, and that's it? Everybody else right. is at the food tent? Because Ray's so. getting... Wait, did we leave from the food tent? Or from the, from the, the sick tent? Yes, because you were going back to you were going back with Akbar to explain. Oh, that's yeah, right. I'm translating for that. And you're right. translating. So yes. where is Cal? That's that's the one piece I know. Cal went to go get. Cal went to go, went get, to go wolf. get wolf. So yeah. you guys go back. <laughs> Cal goes in. Like... Sorry, there's so many pieces to this. <laughs> so Cal will get wolf and let wolf you mean, know. Like the wedding board thing, like. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Moving people around. Cal, uh, Cal will ask wolf. Dr. Wolf, if you'll come with me, apparently there you have you are needed at the tent. And as you, you okay. as you get up, Akbar's gonna look at you but yeah. not say anything. I'm I'm grabbing my valise. Okay. And I'm heading. And the two of you will walk back. Opinion. For the rest of you, it now goes into you trying to explain to his son what you're gonna do. Through Ray. <laughs> I say, listen here, you little piece of shit. <laughs> I answer every single word of that. With a smile. <laughs> you are a worse translator. Translate what I. Basically, I, I envision he's the anger translator. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, where I'm going. Between the lines, Ty. Listen here, you little shit. Is okay. Now listen here. Um, so I am to explain. Akbar wants me to explain to Nod what, what you're doing. What you th what you think is going to succeed in fixing them, and why you asked them to have, why you were so adamant to have things happen. Okay. Uh, well, uh, no, that interaction between you and Aiden was something. Uh, <laughs> but I'm here to explain, uh, as your father would like me to, to explain to you what uh, we are planning to do. So and let me know when you stop to allow. I'll, I'll let him. Translate. I'll let him when, answer back. To Ray, that. what do you say? When a daddy bee likes a bee, uh, mommy bee. <laughs> Wright would like to apologize for Aiden's behavior, and <laughs> well, but he's saying an Egyptian. So... I know. I know. Player me knows. <laughs> All right. So and, Wright would like to apologize for his behavior, and Wright is also here to further elaborate what our plan is with the women. Okay. Right. Oh, right. Uh, so first we shoot them in. Now, uh, so, so, uh, well, first off, uh, the reason that I am having, uh, the blankets removed is because, uh, from what I've seen of your mother is similar to something called gangrene. Have you ever seen, and I'll ask him, have you ever seen a, a body part on somebody, uh, within your family or elsewhere, um, petrify, necrotize, uh, fall off because of a wound? Okay, Ray, what are you saying? Um. <laughs> I have great bedside manner. I just like to apologize. You're just great at parties, aren't you? Oh, uh, wait. I am the death of the party. Wait. <laughs> I'm the Grim so, Reaper of parties. She's speaking this guy like a child. And behold, I saw on a pale horse yes. Dr. Ryan. Good news, everyone. <laughs> 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 All right, Ray. 
So the reason the doctor was so adamant about removing removing the clothes is that the women have something called gangrene, which I don't actually think has a proper translation, but essentially it's where your body just starts to rot from an infection to an extreme degree to the point of, well, the limb or other part just falls off. And he stops. All right, right. Huh? Uh, he doesn't. He doesn't respond to that. I'll wait for a moment. He's, he he nods and he's looking at you again. So what I was doing was making sure that that was not going to happen on these. And then I'm gonna look back at Ray and say, "Corpses, do not say that." Uh, <laughs> and so what we need to do next is we are going to take the women and we are going to, along with everybody. We're going to take them to a cave that your father says is nearby. Uh, we will place the women into the cave. Uh, as a tale says that this may be... Actually, you know what? Yeah, as as a tale uh, says this may be able to help cure them. Uh, and if not, well, then we will try other methods. Uh, science and medicine is not always perfect, but there's a process. And that's where you stop? Ray, go. <laughs> Definitely not translating that last bit. Um, <laughs> Let me tell you, science is bullshit unless you're a good Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> you got a Catholic right here. Actually, no. What what would we be Protestant? You're Anglican. Anglican. That, that works for me. That's why we got Catholic Gosh, right here. Um, Frankie's the Catholic. You're just throwing a bunch of big words at me, Doctor. Right, right, that's what I'm loving. That's why I was waiting to see this. Like gangrene, I can understand Ray knowing because he's, sure. he's probably seen gangrene a couple times. Absolutely. But now you're like delving into like, oh, I'm like, oh, um, science. Do yeah. You, sure. Do you ask me to simplify it? <laughs> uh, is there any way you could simplify that a little bit? I don't see. No. I'll say, <laughs> no. otherwise yes. this is going to get real awkward real quick. Tell him that we have a possible cure, which involves placing the women and children mm-hmm. into a cave. The children too. Oh wait, no, that's right, there's no child. I don't know there's a child. Right. We're just putting the whole uh, tribe yeah. in there. Okay, everybody go in, take them in there, take them in there. Push Frankie, the push Frankie, the push the rock, push the rock. Make sure Wolf's in there. <laughs> oh no, where's Wolf? <laughs> There's uh, some candles in the back, yes. light of it. It's like TNT stick. <laughs> so I'll say, tell them that part of uh, the possible cure is to put them in there so that their fevers may decrease and they might, their bodies may be able to better protect themselves from the curse that infects them. <laughs> Sorry. I say that with sarcasm. <laughs> what does Ray say? The doctor is angry. Demands your first one. Yes. <laughs> you know what would really help? This condition that your people are afflicted with is not common by any means. I would very much doubt that a doctor from, well, much of anywhere is going to know directly how to deal with it. But from the stories that we've heard, um, the common thread is that the people that were afflicted with this were stored in cold, dark places. And that appears to... It gets hot as hell during the day, right? Yes, yes, of course. You really think that's going to be helping their wounds and their decomposition? I, I don't know, but but Father, we could take them to the cave. We could take them to the cistern. Yes, yes. We're, and we're, Father nods his head. <laughs> Akbar nods his head and says, exactly. 
Yes. So currently the plan is that we're all get, our group is going to help you out. We're going to get these women to the cave, and we're. And Nod jumps up from the table I, and says, "We should do this now. We should do this now." I will say there's one other very important thing and that needs to be at, discussed right now. He's looking at right, and he kind of sits and I down. Need one. I need an answer. Now, as we all know. I can do a lot of things. I can help many people. I can heal many diseases and illnesses and the like. But much like life, there is never a guarantee. <laughs> and what I oh, need geez, you to figure out how to translate best is asking them if, but even one of them does not survive, will we still be free to go? I will do everything in my power to help them how I can. We'll come back five minutes later. Done. <laughs> but I need to know that I will be safe, or we have another Shit. course of action we will need to take, Ray. And by we, I mean, well, I'll need to go discuss with Frankie for a moment. So, translate that as best you can. All right, Ray. I <laughs> just glare at Ray. <laughs> Um, from, from on high. Nod is, is doing everything you can see to hold himself in his chair. He's ready to go do something now. So, Akbar is definitely sitting forward and, and looking at you. Barry, this is me not knowing, but does uh -huh. this culture have anything that's equivalent to like a witch doctor or shaman? Yes. Okay. Yes. In fact, one of the pieces that still hasn't happened is you were bring, being brought here to meet their shamaness. To have oh, an exorcism. Here. Oh, okay, never mind. Shamaness? Mm -hmm. Is she one of the people in the tent? Nope. But you don't know that yet. You're right, I don't. I'm not even sure I want to translate that. I'd rather just find out in the moment. <laughs> so what do you tell them? The, the, them and the other men in here are starting to all stare. It's going to go super good. Thanks for your time. Let's get to it. <laughs> The doctor's asking about specifics about this curse that comes from the pyramids. Um, They're all nodding. We, very obviously, we aren't from around here, and frankly, I'm a little dull to the, um, I don't believe the word supernatural translates well sure. to your language. But, sure. Um, you can get that point across. Mm -hmm. So, if we could get any information about that, that might even help us possibly come up with another solution, or... Because I doubt it's going to end there, to be honest. Even... So I prefer this... to come up with a two, um, several plans at once, you know. Prepare. So you notice them, all of the men kind of looking at each other, I and will looking back. I'll sit up. You're, you're kind of, you've got, you, they're, they're, none of them are really looking at you, they're, they're, looking at each other, oh. and now you're hearing them talk back and forth, but I thought the doctor could fix them. Yes, that's what they said. Well, that, that's what we brought him here for. Yes, that was supposed to be it. And Nod says, well, what we know is the curse came. Father, you saw, Akbar says, yes, yes, I saw it come down. I saw the lines come from the second pyramid and infect us. Is, is Akbar gesturing outside? He's, he's, he's uh, he is definitely with his hand up and pointing in the direction that Nod walked you out and showed you the pyramids. And Akbar, all, all due respect, sir, what exactly did you see? Black lines that ran above the earth, 15, 20 inches. 
it's it's in another I forget their their measuring yeah. system, but 15, 20 inches above the earth. They ran there and they came into our tents. Not everyone was struck, but everyone in there was struck. And then one of the men says, "I was I wasn't here," and and the other one says, "Neither was I." And of course, says, "Yes, yes, we know." And have you spoken to your uh, shamaness about this or shaman shaman? Yes, she understands the curves. And Akbar will look right at you and says, she understands curses and possession very well. (laughs) I believe that is a subject for another time, unfortunately. Um, So I'll switch back to English. It's like, first of all, I'm not translating that question. (laughs) I'd rather... Well, this is something that I need to know for a guarantee of my safety. Understandably, we have Frankie, myself, and Raya here if that really does turn to that. Yes, but I would rather be on the, let's say, turning end than to be turned on. Oh, that didn't sound like <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Oh, <my>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to say that either. From outside the tent. Yeah. yeah, you are. <laughs> the point of the matter is, is I need to know if my life is going to be in danger by these fine folk sooner than later. Listen, these people are harsh, but if you truly do everything in your power to heal these women, I, even I have to believe that they would at least be lenient with us. I love you, the selfishness. Can yeah, you well, I do too. say this, and yet they would not let me, somebody who they have asked for help, help these women by simply removing a blanket. I can't trust that they wouldn't be a little angry if one of them died. Yes. You understand my position? They did not let you, an outsider, of which they have only met once... Possibly to file their women without their watch. Exactly. That is perfectly understandable, but I am a doctor. They should understand what I'm here to do. I'm here to help these people, and whether that means putting a bullet in their head or trying to heal them by sticking them in a cave, I am here to try and do something. But I will not do something if by some chance one of these people animate and Raya or Frankie takes their head off, that they're then going to come after me. We are here for a very specific purpose. And while I have taken an oath to help those in need, we have our own agenda and something we need to do ourselves. And while I think the best thing for these people would be to put a bullet in each one of those poor women's heads, because do you really think the kind thing would be to stick them in a cave, Ray, and let them come back to life? Even if they could, what kind of life would they have? Their legs are horribly decayed. They will die out here. And I'm doing this with a smile, by the way. They will <laughs> die out here. <laughs> And that will be an agonizing death. So, yes, I am here to help these women get back to a place where they can die a nice, agonizing death. Because that is what I'm being asked of. So, my question is, is in helping these women go ahead and stay alive for a couple days more so they can die a helpless, pitiful death in this desert, what would, what do you say? Do you really not want to translate my simple request? Everybody that's at the table has is just like watching, and you know Ray because you know people fairly well from the fight. Mm-hmm. Everybody's getting agitated. 
And I look around and smile, although I guess I can't see it. <laughs> Barry, when I'm done, I'm gonna go back into the main. You won't even you won't even get out yet. Go ahead, Ray. What do you do? Do you talk to them? Because they're all looking at you. What soon as he stops talking, they're all looking at you. Heck for that, Maroud's even kind of looking at you at this point too, which you haven't seen that in a while. <laughs> kind of really actually, you know, there's there's almost animation. To a portion of his face. My God! Almost, almost. <laughs> I, I die happy now. Yes, <laughs> senpai noticed me. Yes. <laughs> you can kill me now. Tell Cal it's fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. To your question, Doctor, if there is even the slightest chance that these women could live on with their lives, we owe it to them to allow to give them that chance. The I will go ahead and answer. Ask them your question. But what transpires next is on your head. That is fine. Okay. The doctor would like to know, in the event that he fails to save your women, are we allowed to go? Nod looks at Akbar. You notice that all the people at the table look at Akbar. Akbar says, if he does his best, there is nothing else that can be done. Is that right? A true statement indeed. They said exactly what I feckin' said, you little doctor shite. <laughs> Excellent! Thank you, Ray. And then I will stand up, and I'll say, Now, let's go save some women, so that they may die on their own accord. And I'll right. step out. <laughs> well, so, stepping forward, Cal brings Wolf, which I just uh-huh. realized you're going in. Cal and Wolf, you guys go over to the other tent. So, Cal, what exactly is going on? I need to know what exactly is happening. To be honest with you, Doc, I'm not really sure. I know I'm bringing you back to the other tent. I'm assuming that there was something that Wright wanted a second opinion or your opinion or your decision on. The women in the other tent are putrefying, just to be clear. As you get there, uh, be aware that the scent is nearly destructively overpowered. What is this about Shtem? Well, they're animates, and you guys are at the tent. Yeah. They're animates at this point. That's my best understanding. Animates with a pulse. And it, you, you, you're there. You're outside there, Aiden. You get the two of you will walk up to Aiden. We're not sure if they're animates, but Doctor uh, Right Right thinks it's a lost cause. I wanted to get a second opinion. We're currently working on the idea from the story me and uh, Ray had heard that the person who supposedly had this that recovered, he was kept in a dark, cold place. It seems for three days, and he recovered from it. I'm thinking maybe it's some type of flu, type of disease. And if we take them to a similar location and they rest in there, maybe they will come back. Um, you can go in there if you'd like to examine them. It's certainly an interesting... I uh, I will in just a moment. I'm Hold on. I'm just... There's, there's a lot to take in. So they're alive. Yes. But they are... Well, what the doctor said is that they have a pulse. I'm heading back to the... Okay, Ten. well, there's a ways. Oh, no, that's fine. I'm they just letting you know. That's yes. where I'm going. Go in there with him. <laughs> Wolf's looking at this and it's like, if there's a pulse, then there's a chance. Never heard of an animate having a pulse. This could, if we can save them, this could change everything. If they're putrefying and the animate deca- animates decay, the cold, damp area that... That might be to slow the process. It might not be the cure. 
But if we get them to that cave, and I could... It could give me more time. It could give me more time than wherever they are in their stage, and I could reverse this. Yes, I wish to see them. I must, right. I must see them. Okay, so Cal will step up to the curtain and pull it back. Doesn't ask you anything. So you will hear, you've heard them talk outside, oh, and you yeah. will hear the curtain get pulled back. So go ahead and give me... Is everybody clothed now? No, you're working on the last okay. two. So you go wait. ahead and give me a vitality roll. I cloth mask. Mm -hmm. Yep, I remembered. Open the, I'm going to close the thing again. we got to wait till they're... I'm going to use one of my rerolls. Sorry. They're ready. Way better. That's 14. So with a 14, you can choke it down. Do you walk in, Aiden steps forward and tries to pull the curtain in front of you? we got to give them until the other two oh. are dressed. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, I, uh, I'm assuming it's cultural. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay, very well. So, Ryan, you know that he's out there. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you know that he's out there when you get all but the, the young man clothed. What then do you do? I'm going to step out and I'm going to tell him all the women are clothed. There's a young man in the tent. He is not clothed. He has a wound on his leg all the way down to the bone. The bone is protruding through, and I don't think he's going to make it even if he survives whatever this is. I'll take a look. So I've when left... you step in, do you shut the curtain or leave it open? The tent flap? I, I shut it. Okay. Yeah. So same I will situation. Stay in there with him. So you step in as well. I don't want him to be in there if he something were to attack him. So I... Wolf, as you get in there, same situation as everyone else. You hear this. You hear this hissing sound that sounds much reason. like the animates that you've heard in other places, but it doesn't rise and fall a lot. It yeah. rises and falls simply by what would sound like breathing. Again, yeah. it's this I'm looking at them, and I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm not like getting close because I know this is still potentially dangerous here, but it's like I'm looking at them, and they're like, they're not even tied down. Nope, you do not appear to be tied down, although because there's nothing covering them, you can see that their hands, yeah. in each case, are together in their lap. There is something dark wrapping them. You do not see yeah. any fingers. In fact, you see nothing below the wrist. And it's like, and I'm looking and at Raya's them. And Raya's going to point like, to the boy in the yeah. back. So uh, after after a moment, like looking at like one of their faces, as as I'm like, I mean I'm not touching them at the moment here, but I'm looking at one of their faces, and I'm just like, as far as the progression, I'm not an expert on animates, but this is like at least within the normal rates, the cave would be a good idea to at least slow this down. Yes, um, as I as I as I go to the um, as I go to the boy. There. So the young boy, mm -hmm. the both legs. He, you're guessing he's probably about eight or nine years old. He's tall for his age, mm. but looking at everything else, what you have to look at, you're still fairly certain of that. There's no pubic hair. There is no mm. testicular drop. He looks like a young boy quite a few years before puberty, two, three, four years before puberty. The, the left leg is the leg with the wound, and mm. she's right. It's not that the bone is protruding through. It is the flesh has pulled back so far and, and sunk so deep into the cot that the bone is above the level of the, of the skin. It is possible for you to suture it up. But knowing, you guys told him that you were, they, they were going to carry the, take the cots, yes. we're going to carry it. All right. So you know that traveling, uh, there's no way that traveling is not going to destroy the flesh as they walk. 
just that simple rocking motion is going to tear that flesh apart. This this boy's going to lose his leg if they carry him. Mm-hmm. If you leave, you believe if you leave the the skin unsutured. Yeah. I'm can going you to have to. Uh, I can suture this. Would it be better to just amputate the leg? I'd like to try to suture it first before we go to that point. Is there any tribal taboos in this group about people missing limbs or anything? You don't know of any, but you don't know the Bedouins in that way very well. Okay. You have not seen from the ones that ever approach you any blemishes beyond just simply sick. I mean, not sick, I'm sorry. Hungry, sunburned, those type of things. All right. So... Because the boy's probably sitting up here, I'm going to need him to lie down for this. I'm so, what do you do to blank him lying down? Um, I'm going to be I'm going to be very gentle, and I'm 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 going to be saying things in a very calm, even tone, just very calm to him. I don't expect him to understand. I don't think anything. But I'm thinking at least some soothing thing. I'm going to put my hand on his forehead and push his head push down. Push his head down. Okay. Are you gloved? I am. I've put my gloves on. Yeah. Guys, right. we have little six finger gloves. Very yeah. good. So you've got, he lays down yeah. and, and is, is still making the hissing noise, but remains down. Okay. When you look, now that he's down, now that gravity is working directly on him in a backward fashion, the eyes, the, the skin under the eyes pulls away in all directions. Because you are closer to the light, you can see that the actual orb, the eyeball, is shrinking. It is, in the way it's sitting, it has a concavity to it that is abnormal. The moisture in the eye is starting to leach away. Doctor, I don't see how these people could possibly live. These look like animates to me. I don't think they're... I don't believe anything. Uh, I don't believe that... I normally, if you'd asked me an hour ago that there was no way that these people could possibly live, I'd agree with you. I'd say that there's no cure. But, and I do the same thing, I check the pulse, I see the electricity And you get a skin. pulse. It is very faint, maybe 12 beats per minute, but it is there. But if there's a pulse... It is there for sure. If there's a pulse, there's a chance. And I've never met an animate with a pulse. There's hope. I've never seen or heard of anyone coming back after becoming an animate. Well, Mariah... This might be the first for a lot of things. And what are you going to do? <laughs> first, I'm going to start suturing this boy's leg. <laughs> All right. So you start taking the components out. Mm -hmm. You start doing your work. Just go ahead and give me a medicine roll. Ooh, 18. 18. So it is some work. One of the problems is as you pull the parts together, you'll have to suture twice. You mm -hmm. step back, because the front one, sometimes you'll cut too short, mm -hmm. and the skin, as you release, the gravity just pulls right the stitch right out. So you're double-stitching and cross-stitching. Yeah. And I'm probably also using like certain like bit compression techniques to keep the flesh in place to like exactly. do what I'm doing. But if I can assist him, I will. Yeah. I'm, I'm, do I'm, you I'm, want her to assist? There's... What it means, mm -hmm. the only real serious assist is going to be to hold the, the putrefying flesh together for him to suture. That's, okay. that's pretty much so what that I'm means you're putting your gloved hands back onto yes. that. All right, very good. Okay, so right, you will arrive back at the tent. Cal is outside. Aiden is outside. What are you doing? I'll say, ah, is uh, Doctor Wolf working on the inside there? Yes. Excellent. I'd like to see what the what the lad is doing. 
And then I'll, I'll step in. Okay. So as you, as you get in, you're in the back left corner. It's ominous as all hell. I open the flap and just kind of like stand there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You like the red lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a youngling here. You, you, can, you can see that Raya is over whatever he's doing as well. You're pretty sure because of the direction that Wolf is not slicing his head off. So, um, so as I walk forward, I'll say, Well, Dr. Wolf, they wanted a second opinion. What is your opinion of this? This is a remarkable discovery. Uh, right. This is a, a animate with a pulse, a, or, or at least living people who are only partially infected. This is revolutionary. This has never been yes. seen before. Yes, it's quite something, isn't it? These animates have a pulse. How curious. And uh, a curse that came from the pyramids. A curse, whatever. I, I, whatever it is, if they have a pulse, this is something we can learn from. This is, if we can cure this, if we can fix this, right, we could, we could apply this to London. Yes, we could. With the right kind of equipment, the right amount of time, we could dissect every person here and find a cure, perhaps. <laughs> There's a pause no. at that. No. Then... <laughs> That's no. not happening. Yes. yes, exactly. Because we are not able to do what we must as doctors. Now, I have a question for you, Dr. Wolf. And I'm uh, hopefully there by now. Oh, you're, you're, yeah. you're right so, there. Yeah, say, five steps to that so side. What, what are you doing with this child right now? He's, you're a, tying off a, the last of the, of the a, suture. There's a pause. As, as what I was saying, there's a pause of this as he's saying this. And why, what do you mean we don't have time as doctors? Yes, so your goal with this lad here is to try and, what, cure him of this? Yes? Try to find a cure to, for what, for the lad? There's a, there's a pause. Right, what are you saying? What I'm saying here, and, uh... I don't mean to sound harsh, but I am going to say some harsh things, Wolf. What's the future look like for these folk? All of these folk here. Let us assume that we cure them. We take them to a cave and they're healed. Do you think that this lad cured of the animate infection would not simply die here? That leg! Very nice suture, yes. But... And Ryan, what you're backing off releasing the leg now. Look, look at look at this lad's face. Eyes sunken in white. I, I've seen this on corpses. And let me ask you this. What is our oath as doctors? To do no harm. Now, Dr. Wolf, stay calm. Dr. Wright, you need to leave immediately. You are a disgrace, Dr. Wright. You were willing to abandon those people at the village with the worms. You were willing to use these people as experiments. You are the monster here. Dr. Wright, and you either get out of this fucking tent or I rip your head off. Ah. 
Wolf. <laughs> that is an interesting answer. Wolf, calm yourself. <laughs> Rain so it in. There's going to be a sound of a sword drawing. I'm going to have my sword out. Nobody's oh, going to so. hear it from outside. Yeah. Okay. Well, say, no, I'm saying, Doctor, let's. Say, can we go? Oh, you I'll pull the tent back with the sword and go, <laughs> yeah. I'll say, yes, Doctor Wolf. I'm pulling I my weapons, go. too. As you stay here. Rain it in. And do no harm to these people by curing them and bringing them back to live full, healthy lives. And I'll leave. Okay. I'll deal with you later. <laughs> ah, yes. You've said that before, Raya. So, Good Wolf luck, is still in with, the, the, with them. Aiden, do you stay in the tent or do you step out? Uh, I'm going to step out and make sure nobody goes in there. Um, <laughs> and Dr. Wolf, give me a roll. Yeah. Looking at him, I'm gonna. Is he gonna be okay? Yes, What's I can. What's wrong with him? I'm good. What's You're good. wrong with him? <laughs> I was like, uh, is he gonna be good? <laughs> All right. So, Wolf, I'm gonna leave you in the tent. What are the two of you doing with Wright? The three well, of you I'm are just outside. gonna let him go out and. Okay. Wright, where do you go? I'll say, uh, is Frank? Where's Frankie at? Back at the other tent. The food tent. Food. Yeah. I don't know. I'll All say the selfishness, honestly. I'll say, Dr. Wolf has this in hand. I may not be the best one to help them. Dr. Wolf seems to be taking care of it. I simply wished to help these people and do no harm. But my kind of help is not wanted here. So I will go back with Frankie. I believe there's some food in the tent. Okay. As you wish, Doctor. So he walks back. Are either of you going with him? Uh, no, I'm going to okay. stay. I'm staying with Wolf. Okay. Are Very you good. good? You peek in the tent. Are you good? Tell me you're good. And I Give don't... me a moment! <laughs> if you keep talking, talking to me like this, I can't keep it in. What do you do, Ryan? I have the weapons pulled. And you're still standing in the door with the tent st- flap open? Okay. All right. You need to calm down. I told you, if you said one more word, one more word. I greatly enjoy your company. I would not like to, uh... Maybe we could, uh, maybe... Let's if you're going to tell me that I'm the monster here, you look at that man! You look at that man! And say who's the monster between the two of us! I never said you were a monster. Um, no, you, you think uh, it! You look at me like it is! Why don't you go outside here, and uh, I will uh, take care of matters here. Just... Okay, I'm waiting right outside the door. Okay. And Aiden, are if you stepping out? If he throws out, in? I will deal I'm, with him. I'm stepping in and I'm closing the thing. All right. And I'm just wondering what the fuck circus <laughs> did I sign up for? Are you saying anything? No, I'm, I'm just, just. So my question I, is. I'm, I'm going to look at him and say, Doctors, would you like a. Shut up! Just shut up for five minutes! And what do you do, Aiden? I'm being quiet. <laughs> I'm keeping okay. my hand on my so, sword, though. Raya, weapons drawn outside, but staying outside. Aiden, do, saying nothing but staying there with the sword drawn. No, it's not drawn. It's hidden. It's hidden. It's Very back, good. but, you All know, right. ready. If he throws out, no, I, I'll kill him. We'll see what happens. So, back at the food tent, <laughs> you come in. Everybody seems to be drinking. They seem agitated but calm. And Akbar says to you, Sorry. but obviously knows that you're cool. not going to, Akbar says to you, Doctor, are we ready to move them? 
and then he he looks at Ray and he looks at Cal, and he moves his hands in a gesture of outward. Cal, if you don't say anything, Ray, Cal will nod and says, uh, "What was the question? What?" <laughs> <laughs> He's drunk. <laughs> have you have well, you I'm tipped? Or are you at the edge still? I'm. I got kind of forgotten about in all that interaction because the only thing um, I would have done after my little thing of right is I probably would have looked at Nod and asked him if he could actually fight. (laughs) (laughs) If you ask that, Nod will very confidently tell you there is no one better inside this camp. All right, and I don't know your little... I don't understand your culture as well. Or what sort of fight? Are we talking Kofeshes or... He says, you do understand our fights, then. Uh, That's his reaction to you. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I'm going to go make sure that Dr. Wright doesn't do anything stupid. And so you get up as Wright's coming in. <laughs> so, again, Wright comes in. The So Cal says, well, um, Dr. Wright, are they ready to move? This Akbar is asking. Oh, no. Not yet? They are not ready yet. How Dr. Soon? Wolf is taking care of the situation. That's good. That's good. Yes. And, and Cal turns and says something to Akbar. Akbar says back, and what Cal says is, not yet. And Akbar says, then how soon? We should move under the cover of night. I'm going to go to the medicine tent. Or you're going to walk out? Yeah, get up I'm, and walk out? Okay. I'm, yeah. Very good. So when you get there, just to let you know, I'm going to finish up here, but when you get there, Raya is standing outside, weapons drawn, and is just staring intently at the tent flap. Just so you know, that's what you're walking up on. Oh, boy. What did I miss? So, right. Cal will turn to you and say, how soon? He's just asking wait how see. soon. When, when will we move them? All right. How um, much longer? You don't mind, I'm going to take a seat and crack a book. Tell them to give it... Fifteen minutes and go check on Wolf. He is having a bit of a... He's in a bit of a situation. Very good. Let's and just say animants might be the least of our problems. And so... Come again? Cal, Cal will tell <laughs> Akbar that. Akbar nods his head and he starts talking. So, for the Egyptian speaker in the, in the room, what he tells him is he says, we will be moving as quickly as we can by night. The, the other people, the others with us are guests will help us move them. We are moving all of them to the cistern. It's another word, but that's the answer I would have. I believe actually the word would be the wadi, but it's the correct word. I'm not using it. So the the men will nod their head. A number of them will get up and walk out. Not actually is one of the ones that walk out. He says to you and to Cal, because now he knows who's speaking for him, he tells you, he says, is there anything that your people will need to to get to take the walk? We will bring water. You should too. But beyond that, is there anything that you will need? We're not taking camels. We will simply be walking. I'm not at the food tent. You're not at the food tent. So Cal, and and, and Cal's going to ask the people that are in the food tent, if there's anything else that you need, (laughs) that's right, if there's anything else that you guys will need. How far away is this? this He says it will be a two-hour walk under that much encumbrance. I will need a camel. My knee will not be able to to handle that. If you wish my help, then tell them I will need this. Cal Cal says that to Akbar, and and he, he puts his hand on his chin and rubs it. And he, and he says to Cal, which will then translate this to, to you, if we bring a camel there, it will prove very poor 
for us. Is there any way that you could walk unencumbered? Could you make it simply walking? Would he elaborate on what we mean by poor for us? Cal asks, and Akbar again puts his, puts his hand to his chin and says to Cal, back to you, the cistern is not owned by us. We will be going into somebody else's land to set them into the cold. A camel will be noticed. We may not. So, Cal, don't translate this yet. What you're telling me is, is that they would like us to go into somebody else's land, put ourselves in danger so that we can help these decaying, dying people. That's exactly what he's saying, Doctor. Well, that's preposterous, Cal. And I think that we should all have a talk before we leave. Doctor, are you saying that the unimaginable, the unthinkable, is unacceptable to you? Because I don't know if that's completely true. No, I wouldn't say that. I just... I'm adding a few things up, and well, Cal, my boy, the equation is not exactly balanced. But, then again... Dr. Wolf is adamant about helping these people and uh, has made it quite clear that though despite my actions, I don't want to help these people. Let me ask you this, Doctor, because these people have been very helpful for us and my understanding from a couple of the people here, Mr. Billings, Aiden, I believe that these people are going to be important to this group in the future. Could you possibly aid Dr. Wolf in his endeavors rather than taking lead? Well, help. Would that work? Do we even need the doctor to come with us? We're not doing any doctoring at the cave. I'm uncertain, and Cal says something to Akbar, and Akbar kind of looks very surprised. That's whatever Cal said strikes him odd, and kind of raises his eyebrows, shakes his head, says something back, and Cal says, no. We'll have a doctor. He can't help carry. I mean... You would be, from what I... And he says something back to Akbar. And it says, yes, you would be the only one remaining here in the camp with the camels. You're okay with this? Well, no. I would need at least Frankie, my boy, to stay with me. I, don't I, think... I believe it was made very clear that every one of us would be... And Cal's not gruff with you, but it's, but it's definite. I believe it was made very clear that every one of us would be needed to help move these people. You've given them a chance, at least a belief in a chance, that you can save their people. You're now acting like there is no chance. I don't think that's what you want on your conscience. Even if it's unsuccessful, don't you want them to believe in the miracles that you can provide even if those miracles don't succeed, if you believe in them, they believe in them. And I think that's better for everyone. I'm trying to think of the best response for this. Cal, with no... I mean, no harshness to you on this, but... Of course. And I'll look at everybody around, all the, all the better ones. Mm -hmm. And they're all yeah. looking at you. <laughs> well, all the ones that remain. Remember, a few of them, including Nod, left. These people mean... Nothing more to me than any random passerby on the street. I'll tell you you're wrong, Doctor. I mean, on the most logical, cold level, they know locations of, of places we need to get to. At the I very, thought... very, very least, um, aside from their humanity, they are guides. 
That is true, Frankie. That is true. Billings will pipe in. And of course, they've been so so friendly, so so nice to us. You could try. I mean, come on, man. You could at least try for them. My question is, why is everyone pining for my soul? <laughs> uh, I'll say, well, you know what? Staying in a camp filled with camels doesn't sound any more fun. But I guess I'll go. And Cal says, very good, Doctor. I will let him know. And looks to Akbar and says something. And Akbar seems to kind of sit a little less tense and shakes his head, says something to Cal, and Cal says, so then I guess we need to get ready to leave. Whatever anybody's taking, let's, let's get ready. And Cal looks at Billings and says to Mei Ling, do you think you can make the journey? And Billings says, I'm certain I can. I'm absolutely certain. And Mei Ling nods her head and says, one way or another, yes. So Cal again says something to Akbar, and back to you guys. He says, okay, let's, let's get ready for the journey. So Ray and Raya outside the tent, Aiden yep. and Wolf inside the tent. I'll, the let, those, I'll let those two talk first. <laughs> well, I, do you guys say anything? Um, yeah, have you guys been alone to together yet? Sometimes uh, Dr. Wolf can lose his temper, and no one wants that to happen. Well, at this rate, he can't be any worse than Dr. Wright. Oh. Well. <laughs> you would think that and you'd be wrong in many ways. Uh, you're not there. You're getting drunk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's full of surprises. Which and one? it's not my place to say. Um, right now, I'd rather deal with um, a temper more than I would some morally skewed compass. Will... Hang tight. You, we may find out. <laughs> All right. Where's so Aiden? <laughs> he's in there with the, him. Inside right. the I'm tent. I'm going to go to move into the tent. Um, okay. Well, it's been a few minutes, so inside the tent. Okay. <sighs> Aiden has kept completely silent inside the tent. Wolf has been, like, pacing. <laughs> like, there's... It's... It's like it's not even a man in the way that the, the way he's pacing. It's like a it's like the animal in a cage sort of thing. Sure. He's just moving back forth, and he's <sighs> there's moments where he wants to go like he's going to like strike at something, but he but he manages to get control of that and wheels around and <sighs> there's there's brief moments. It's the dark light there, but it's mm-hmm. there's moments where maybe Aiden can almost swear he sees like there's like like. The mom- the curve of the spine seems a little more sloped. The brow seems a little little worse. The hair seems a little longer. But then there's then that's like just, that was clearly just shadows there because there's Wolf. His face is still twisted in anger and just just an ungodly fury. Just an ungodly fury that doesn't seem like it should fit a man. It feels like it should. De- it's like a a beast is trying to reach out of his skin. But after a few moments, the pacing slows. The breathing's still heavy, but Wolf's there, and Wolf looks fine. He's still angry, but he's not as angry anymore. Seething. He's not seething, seething yeah, anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, so all right. when Ray opens the tent, I'm going to like walk over to him real quickly and say, It's not a good one. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of look at the angry man. Just, I'm just going to... I won't say anything at that point because he's felt, at that point he's still walking around angrily, but I would like to assume that I noticed that he's actually like sutured to the leg. Mm, not from this far back. 
Okay, that's not one. Okay. He's, he's, he's all the way at the back, yes. Okay. When it looks like he's calmed down, I would like to look at the bodies. So you're going to walk around the bodies? Yes. Okay. And looking at them, so they are now clothed. Mm-hmm. They still have arms outside of shirts, so you can mm-hmm. see the arms don't look good. The faces don't look good. But they don't act like the animates that you have seen. When you get over to the young boy, he is sans pants. Mm-hmm. And you can see the suturing job that's been done on the leg. But beyond that, they they don't look good. But they are not reacting the way you're used to for animates. Okay. So, I know Wright didn't do anything. So, if Wolf looks like he's calmed down... I would say he looks calmer, yeah. I'm just going to walk over to him and say, Is there any way I can help? There's a long pause. There's a deep intake of breath. It comes out almost as a hiss between the teeth. He goes, One minute. One minute. I will walk to the corner and stand there with my book. Okay. The minute passes, and... Finally, Wolf seems to sigh. And he takes off the gloves for a moment, one of the gloves for a brief moment, and <laughs> uses it to slick his hair back. It's thin with sweat, but it's like just a brief moment to, like, you know, regain some composure. He puts the glove back on. <clears throat> Raya, I apologize for my outburst. Aiden and Ray... Apologize for uh, you having to witness this. Do you... I just have one question for all three of you. Do any of you genuinely want to help these people? Of course I do. If there's even a chance that they're going to survive this, absolutely. I believe that's what I was trying to do. Good. Then you can help me. And I don't want Dr. Wright anywhere near these people. Amen. Amen. And we'll end it right there. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to another NCRP Productions podcast. To stay on top of everything we're doing, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter and like us on Facebook, all at NCRP Productions. You can show your support and help us continue to produce content by joining our Patreon We offer additional podcasts like our B-Sides and have GM materials, maps, and other fun things you can discover over time. You can find our podcasts on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, and many other fine podcast sites. Just look for us at NCRP Productions. We value your thoughts, so please don't hesitate to leave us feedback or comments. And if you would like to contact us directly, you can email us at ncrpproductions at gmail.com.